Do you have tea, by the way? Yes. No, I want to try some, yeah. What is it? I'm going to just start going through your cupboard looking for stuff. Please do. So, um, One of them's a decoy. Yeah, I, I just did that. Um, what are you looking for? Uh, tea cups, if you've got them. Oh, yeah, there's uh, tea cups up there. Ideally, a strainer is such a thing as this. You can just strainer. drink it through our teeth like whales drink. Well, is there a strainer? I don't know if there's a strainer. Like a, like a tea sip. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Bye, David. See you soon. If you're not back in a couple of hours, we'll assume you're dead. Yeah. I assume that all is. And mourn for you. I don't know about the last part. Come back and everything will just be in a funeral fire. Yeah. My God! Your wife's flying in. Bye, David. How are you feeling today? I'm alright. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm alright. Good. Yeah. What are you going to do? So you're going to do the Sydney Comedy Festival? Mm-hmm. And then is there something after that? Um, just a void. Like, just a horrible, horrible void. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Tremendous and downtime. Yeah. And then Edinburgh. <clears throat> oh, great. And then the rest of my life. Wow. That's fun, though. I've never been to Edinburgh. You should go. Yeah, I would love to do that. I have so much family in England. Yeah, you're like, originally Welsh. Uh, my, not Welsh. My family, my both my parents are English, and my mother lives there. And, yeah, everybody. The only person who doesn't live there is my dad. And my brother. And they're in? My brother's in California, and then my dad's in Wisconsin, which is like middle of the country. You get on with him? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I get on with both really well. Yeah, I save my brother and his kids about once or twice a week. Yeah. Get to be an uncle. Yeah, I've got a lot of gifts for him. From Australia? Yeah, because they normally like, you know, because I go out, I mean, I travel a good amount, and they normally, I don't, uh, you know, I'll bring them stuff from time to time, but they really were like hounding me for shit from here. Kind of have to drink around the bits. Yeah. That's, don't eat the bits though. You can eat the you can eat the bits. It's all edible. It's all right. um, quite unprocessed and stuff. It's not made of poison. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for that. Uh, I try to do my best with tea. Yeah. So um, I will assume that you have not heard my podcast. I have not. It's fine. Uh, it's not fine. No, <laughs> I just I don't really. Yeah, I don't it's really listen fine. much. You are the, among many other people who don't listen to my podcast. Well, <laughs> I will start. I would say almost the majority of the world. That's the same with my <laughs> podcast. It's the same. So, yeah, there's a significant number of billion yeah. people that don't even know what we, podcasts We also are. don't have billions. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we just have tea, basically, and uh, talk about things. Okay. And specifically, if you have any complicated ideas. Hi and welcome to the podcast You're Having Tea with Alice. This week I'm talking to Gareth Reynolds who is a famous podcaster sure. from the US and he's here doing Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And having tea. And having tea. The tea we're having is brown rice green tea uh, from some sweet markets in Melbourne. Who knew? I didn't even know this kind of tea existed. Wow. Well, yeah. Here yeah. I am using bags and... 
Yeah, well, I mean, this, unfortunately, the place that you are staying in, where we are now, yeah. I brought the tea, but I didn't bring a tea strainer, so we're going to have to drink this tea like whales eat krill. In your defense, though, carrying a strainer around, you know. It'd be. That's next level tea love. That's true, yeah. and I feel ashamed that I haven't reached that level yet. Yeah, you know, I so feel... this might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. This I'm might be the strainer moment. Two steps back from the person who carries around just a briefcase, and then they open oh, no. the briefcase, oh, and no. then there's like an entire tea service oh. inside the briefcase, and oh, they lay dear. it out piece by piece. That'll be a fun phase. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm looking forward that. to that phase. I'm not going to do that, but sometimes I feel... Well, that's what people, like, people who love to make mixed cocktails and stuff, they've got their little... Yeah, exactly. You know, when someone goes bananas over, like, making drinks. Yeah, and people, like, I'll have, like, someone over, and I'll be like, I'm just going to get my case, and they're going to think it's my bondage gear. Yeah. It'll just be my yeah. tea service. And they'll be like, ah, oh, damn it. Uh, what is the bondage gear? Boo. Speaking of which, last night of festival tonight. Yep. Time for bondage. No, you just get, like, if you have time, if you're not busy, uh-huh. uh huh. go to the hi-fi. That's what I hear. And watch people. Do they just, they just blow it out? People, I mean, there's people who've had tensions building up for a month where they're attracted to somebody. Oh. And they, they've got the people who are at the top of their list, and then there are people who are slightly further down the uh-huh. list. And so they talk to the people who are further down the list and then sort of keep them on the boil. Okay. And then dance away from them to go for the one that they really want, but oh, they've got wow. a backup option that they're juggling. And there's, everyone's just moving. It is like exactly like a dance where wow. there's... You, if you could map it, it would look like the work That's of a, exciting. a genius. That yeah. is exciting. I, I, of, I don't even want I can't party. wait to find out if I'm on anyone's list and what tier I am. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I mean, it's so um, palpably <laughs> distinct. Like, you uh, would think... We are animals. Yeah. These human dynamics. I just want to sit there with a pin board like a sociopath, just uh-huh. drawing... The, yeah, like, yeah, like CSI. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, okay, they want to fuck him, but not yeah. that much. And he... Isn't gay, but he'd turn for him. Like, it looks like he might have lost his lower tier while pursuing his top dog, and no boy. And now he's got to throw and all now, in on the top and, and dog. That's right, yeah. yeah. Or uh, go a tier lower. Yeah. Ooh, no, one wants, no one wants the dregs. That's probably where I'm sitting. I'm probably, like, dragging. Nah, no, no. <laughs> you've, got, um, you've got that lady who's been following you around with this. That's right. Yep. So, I've got, yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> there's so many people to thank. Uh, I've been doing the late shows at the Imperial with... Gareth and there is a fan yeah there are the fans are great and they're we I think last night we said our goodbye so oh. I don't know for sure but there's always a chance Fingers crossed. there's always a chance I realized yesterday that I had put a photo on Instagram that had my home address oh shit because uh, someone had sent me a present Really nicely. So um, you were like, I'll share this. And then you realize the day and age we live in. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. Your head's going to get cut off. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. And I mean, now that I put it up, I put it up and I took it down, but probably it's already too late. I did that once where I, I had this picture of me. I just had a funny picture of a driver's license where I wore a wig. And uh, and I was very proud of it. And I put it online and my friend was like, dumbass, what? <laughs> your address is on there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. <laughs> right. Although nobody gave a shit, but still. Well, yeah, I don't know that anyone really gives it. Also, I've, it's, it's not my address per se, it's the address of my parents' house. Oh, good. Uh, where I spent last oh, year. Oh, so you'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. It's just my dad. Yeah, but you'll be fine, and, though. That's uh, all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. Uh, no, it's a, it's a weird thing. I don't have an address at the moment, so... You're nomadic. Well, yeah, because... Because I'm, of all the everything. good things you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to move either here or to Sydney, back to Sydney. Where do you live now? 
Nowhere. No, like literally, there's nowhere you would call. Well, my parents' place in wow. Sydney, where I moved after after Melbourne last year, I sublet my place to come to Melbourne. Right. And then during Melbourne, my mum was diagnosed with cancer, and right. so I moved from Melbourne back to my parents' place and, and stayed just, there. Right. April to October when she died, and then my brother was in town and my dad was around, so I stayed and hung out with them. Yeah. And then I went to the UK in December, Perth in January, Adelaide in February. So it's just constant. Yeah, and yeah. then I've been here. So I. That gets old fast. People, I think a lot of times people think that it's really great. Like, and traveling is really great. But, yeah. and actually, this situation now, like staring, staying in Airbnbs makes life way it's better. Easier. Hotels is horrible. But when I've gone on the road for, you know, months at a time yeah. and just lived in hotels, yeah. I think people, people think it's very cool. And you, you really do. Just, you're just going out of your fucking mind. Well, it's, it's very strange for me because even in my parents' house, this girl, Chrissy, who was a carer for my mum mm-hmm. during... The Before I moved home, she was there, and then she's come back and is staying there now. So she's staying in my bedroom. So right. Even when I'm at home, yeah. like at my family home, you're, you're I'm downstairs be at an on a mattress in the spare room, like <laughs> yeah. just being like I'm having to knock on the door to be like, oh, do you mind if I can go I, and get some Can clothes? I come in and get my childhood things? <laughs> yeah. I'm having my first sip of the tea. Oh, oh, so a lot of the bits sink to the bottom. Well, the tea bits sink to the bottom. The brown rice bits come to the top, and they're quite delicious. You can eat them. Oh, okay. Oh, this is great. Mm. It's a very soothing tea, Genmai Cha. Mm. Japanese, Japanese tea for your... What won't they do? <laughs> Never mind. Have, have you seen the new thing? No. I, I mean, this Is might this be... Is this the karaoke? A, yeah. Uh, I, we shouldn't talk about no. it because it's so terrible. It's so upsetting. I'll tell you an even worse thing. There's a, there's a dish, a tofu dish, where they get a block of tofu and they put it in hot, in water, mm-hmm. cold water, mm-hmm. with like tiny octopuses and shrimp oh, and Jesus. Things, And then they heat it up and then octopuses go into the tofu to get uh, safe from and the then heat. And then you they just die eat octopus have, like, tofu. Yeah. That was going to be, that was sort of going to, I mean, that's in the realm of what I think my idea will be for your podcast a little bit. Oh yeah, go for it. Hit me up. Well, this is what, like... I guess a thing that I never can rationalize, because I don't eat meat, I don't like anything that harms an animal, I won't eat. You know, like I'll eat cheese from time to time if it's like, you know, fair and eggs if they're, the animals are treated well. But what I, what I just have never understood. What brought you to that? Was it a long story or just you just felt, have always felt like that? I read this book, um... I was dating a girl at the time, and she gave me this book that was called Skinny Bastard. And it was... And I wasn't really, like, a huge meat eater. I'd I'd been a vegetarian before, too. Mm. And I went back to meat because, you know, you're like, oh, protein, protein, you need the protein. And, And I read this book, and it was just, like, very upfront about what the process is that, you know, these animals will go through. And it's just... Terrible, and it just is not a life. And especially uh, in America. Oh, it's awful. I mean, it's the worst in America. It's part of the reason why we're running out of water in America because we just factory farm animals, and that just requires a lot of water, mm. and it's just very counterproductive and it's terrible. But so I read that book, and that really made me be like, you know, I don't want to support that. Like, it's almost like once you know that sort of stuff, you can't switch your mind back to to feeling okay with it. I just have no desire to be a part of that anymore. And 
I'm glad. And there's a fact in there that's like, if you don't eat meat, the average person saves 90 animals a year. And like that stuck with me, you know, so I'm probably now about around, probably about, I'd say roughly mid 200s, 300 animals. Very nice. Yeah. So I keep every a little tick see, on my wall. Every, time, every time you see a cow, you wink it and go, mm-hmm. you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, I was playing with kangaroos. <laughs> Here, I had a great day of kangaroo play. Good rhyme. And uh, someone was like, oh, you got to try kangaroo meat. And I was like, no, buddy. I was like, I don't want to eat them. Um, but what I don't understand is why... In Australia, you're better off eating kangaroo than any other meat. Really? Because we don't... I mean, naturally, Australian ecosystem is not built for hard-hooved animals. Oh, okay. So everything like cows and sheep, everything, those are imports, and they ruin the soil. Whereas... And then you also have to farm grass, which is actually the kind of grass that they eat is not natural to yeah. Australia. And so kangaroos eat the native vegetation. They don't fuck up the soil. So if yeah. you're going to eat meat in Australia, it should be kangaroo. Well, I'm but still off still it. not going to do I'm that. I'm off it. You're the next Do people eat koalas? No. Okay. Oh, See, God, that's, that's what my question is. My question is, or I, and I guess it's the idea behind it is that why, why are we so comfortable with certain animals being in the diet and it just doesn't make any sense like we dogs were like oh dogs are great don't eat a dog you'd never eat a dog Mm. but yet cows or other animals just like pigs can be domesticated and yet bacon is like in every meal in the states yeah so i mean i i just i always wonder what how great it would be to live in a world where people thought like that <laughs> and people thought rationally about that because of how horrible like the destruction that it is actually causing the problem with thinking rationally about that is it can go either way right so you're like yeah why don't you eat a dog and they're like well i guess why don't i no 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 sit down sir sit down my dog yeah yeah but i think it's also i mean to me it really like i watch a, a shitload of uh nature documentaries and stuff and It's always about how we are like, you know, it's the undertone is just man is just this savage guy who's just, you know, just eating and over consuming, not thinking long term and over harvesting everything. And we just don't give a shit. Including one another. Yeah. No, you look at the way that businesses are set up and they're not long term no there's a reason that our generation moves through jobs it's because most of the structures now are not built for people to live in yeah so people just burn out yep and you well and in the in the states it's like you know we we are so um we're just so uh lazy i guess and really you know things are so bad and mm. the writing is on the wall and yet we're just sort of worried about you know, what we're going to do that night or what somebody did on Facebook or... Yeah, it's the device, right? I mean, I I feel that too. It would be amazing. Okay, so here's my idea. All right, I've got a new one. We should all have flip phones. This is really in the spirit of the podcast, by the way. Yes, correct. Just moving the idea. We should should all have flip phones for a year. Uh Uh-huh. And see what it does. Because we could still have the ability to communicate with people if it was necessary. You could text, you could call, anywhere. Mm. But we could get rid of all the other superfluous bullshit Mm. that really is just hogging up all the other time. Yeah. And making us so stupid (laughs) and so complacent. 
That's the thing. I do think that people should be forced to feel as miserable as they actually are. Yeah, it makes you avoid the, the downtime. It's my the theory thinking. about fighting, actually, as well. Arguments in relationships particularly. Because I used to be super conflict-averse, brought up Buddhist very... Uh, and then I realised I would actually rather just have a fight face-to-face. Yeah. And see how much you're hurting the other person. Say exactly what you mean. Yeah. And then you have to deal with it. Whereas... Like, or for example, everyone's sort of so smug now that we don't have slavery. We just don't look at our slaves. We just keep them over there where we don't have to look at them. So yeah. if, if we're going to have slaves, we should have them in our house. So we actually have to... Deal with it. Treat them well. Right, yeah. The person who makes your jeans or your shirt should have to be doing... The, you know, the nine-year-old should have to be doing it or constructing your iPhone. Yeah, and then you just have... I mean, it's fine. They still do it. You just have to look at them do it, right? If you're gonna, And then accept. I think I want that to be my idea. <laughs> yeah, but it, we just don't like... We just never think uh, globally. We never think outside of the inner circle. Well, not just, not even two steps ahead. Yeah. Well, when you think about like you, you think about when the United States decided to show the world uh, how to liberate the Middle East. Um, oh. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we like there was like what would it be like if we could actually take that effort and take that determination to Africa, which is just fucked. And is has been fucked forever, and while other places prosper, we just don't give a fuck because it's so far away. Yeah, and one of the things I think is um, with that is like Bill Gates does that quite well. Like he got a yeah. team of people to get together and be like, "What is the most bang for my buck?" Yeah, in terms of if I want to do good things. And I uh, when I was uh, at university in England, one of my friends was on the Gates scholarship. Okay. She was in my she was in my college, and we went to the Gates breakfast. And oh. Melinda Gates said, personally, from our efforts alone, we have saved the lives of we estimate at least four million children. Jesus. Yeah. And you just go. Whoa. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So people are like, oh, Bill Gates, he does this or whatever. His business isn't very good, and you're like. He's personally saved four million children. Well, but he's a yeah, there's saint. no there's no money, so it, that's yeah. why you know he's not. Yeah, it it really is just uh, it's just it's just starting to drive me crazier and crazier the older I get, the more and the worse things get. I think it just starts to really make you wonder what it would be like if we could just be super aware. Well, I think one of the problems is there's no way to measure goodness you can only measure profit and so yeah but it feels good i think that's the thing that um everyone you know it feels good when you do good things when you when you donate money when you when you help somebody you know like it feels good i mean i like i remember one time when i was in vegas giving a veteran a homeless veteran a hundred dollars and he cried and i like will never forget that time he was like i'm gonna buy a jacket and I was like, I would go put it on roulette, you know, like, and it just is like a 10 minute difference that just yeah. is so impactful. And it really just doesn't take that much. And you much. probably wouldn't really remember what you did with that hundred dollars no, that night. No, no, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a guy who's like, oh, it's nice and warm. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, that stuff. And also, uh, like the best presents. I, t- I talk about this in my show briefly, because I'm talking about kind of what you leave in people's lives. And I had a friend who came and stayed with me. Uh, when I was in England and he stayed in my single 
bed because he was quite big. Uh-huh. Uh, so he couldn't sleep on the camp bed. I had to sleep on the camp bed. I put a chair up the end of the bed for his feet. Oh, um, wow. So he's he like... Tall man. Yeah, he's like Roald doll. I did have a really bed. shitty tiny bed. Yeah. Um, Still, a chair extension is... Yeah. That's saying something. Top notch. Yeah. And then uh, he, uh, he said, your pillow is bullshit. Mm. Which it was. I'd inherited a shitty student pillow. Okay. And then... Uh, he went out and bought an incredibly expensive pillow because uh, he was a lawyer at the time. Yeah. Just like one of those memory from like, wow, amazing yeah, yeah. things. And he slept on it for two nights and then he left. And then for like the rest of my degree, every night when I went to sleep, I'd just be like, oh, Monty. Like just this That's why they wash. call it memory foam. Because <laughs> you'll never forget. <laughs> it was just like this wash of... Like we weren't even very close friends. Yeah. But he left this thing in my life that just made me feel good. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And it's minor. And yeah. He, yeah. For him, it was just a throwaway thing. He just... But, yeah, a nice thing to do for someone else. But it, I think you're right that I... Like, it is all... And I remember it now, nearly 10 years later. Yeah. Do you still have the pillow? Uh, I think I do it back at home. Yeah. I think... Whatever home is. Yeah. 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 But I, I do think, like, you know, the idea is, is right. That it, it really... Like, even when you do stand-up now, like, more and more, it's not really that bad here, but in the States, it's it's uncontrollable the amount of time people are looking down on their phones. Like, I have a friend during who... During the show? During the show, yeah. Oh. I mean, you almost... I almost have, like, a riff bit for when people are on their phones to just engage it over ignore it, because I am genuinely curious most times what it's about. I saw Justin Hamilton's show, and he starts to show off by saying, like... If you have a, if you have to make a phone call, if you have to send a text message, I'm giving you the freedom now to do it. If not, we're all agreeing that for the next hour, let's just ignore those and let's just be here. And I was like, fucking exactly, you know, because you do almost need to say something like that. Mm. And it's not even that it's rude as much as it's just like saddening. You're just like, why, why, why even be here? You bought, you paid money for this. I paid money. I was doing a show um, a few months ago. And this girl was texting, and I was like, who is it? You know, and she was just like, this guy, Joey. And I was like, what are you texting about? And she's like, like, our plans tomorrow? And I was like, why? And then I later in the show, she was doing it again. And I was like, is it Joey? And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Put your fucking phone down. Yeah. It's nuts. And it just, and I, I like, I have a, I have a friend who's a great, a great dude at a comic, but it's like a problem. Like, he, he, he straight up can't. Like, I'll be having a conversation with him about whatever, and he'll be looking at his phone, and I'll just be like, you know, and the, I think the difference is that you really, and he'll be like, dude, they found a nine-pound squirrel. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> son of a fucking bitch. Okay. All right. You know, good to know. Good to know. And it, it's crazy. And I see it, I see it all around. Like I, well, we're built to get, take pleasure in learning, I think. Yes. Uh, but we don't. But it's not. We're not learning though, because we're not really retaining. Because no. the attention, our attention spans have just gotten shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. So now, like you can't. I, I was saying this to someone. Like, you know, you can record your TV shows now. Like, mm. you know, you used to not be able to record your TV shows now. That's amazing. But that luxury hasn't had its time in the sun because the phones have sort of eclipsed that. So now when you're watching these shows that you're like, oh, I want to, these are the shows that I love, you're just busy on your fucking phone and you're just go, oh, I forgot what I was, I should probably watch some of this because I don't know what's going on just because the phone's there. Yeah. 
And we're just so, like, and it's just to check Instagram, it's just to check Twitter, it's just to read BuzzFeed, it's just... Yeah, I've, one of the really, oh God, <laughs> I couple one of the really nice things that's happened since mum died is I don't feel like I have to have my phone next to my bed. Right. All the time, like, because I used to have it right up near the head of my I'm bed. I'm sure, yeah. Which is a nightmare. Yeah. And, like, eventually as phones kind of developed, you get to put it so that only certain numbers can come through and only if people, or if, even if it's, so for me I had sort of five. Really? So you sort of like limited who could communicate yeah, with Yeah, so that, like in the last year or so that's been possible to do that and that made it better. Either if it's one of these numbers or if they call twice within three minutes, mm-hmm. then it would oh. go through. And you can really? do those settings now, which was good, but now I don't even have to, I can just turn my phone off. Yeah, I think it's just, well, I think it's just simple to, you know, to leave it behind. I think it's liberating when you do that. I mean, You look at shit, you notice things, you see people, you interact. Yeah, I've been on tour and there's, I've been sharing rooms with other comics and you go to bed and you'll turn over in the night and they'll just be on their phone in the darkness. Yeah, no, I know. It's like a, a, ooh. Yeah. It it really, and it's, you know, I mean, we were so comfortable for so long not like it's just crazy. I guess it's also it's because it's funny to feel like something that didn't exist. Yeah, and it's in our lifetime so we've important. seen. Yeah, exactly. We've seen that shift from you. You used to just make plans, and now you know while you're doing the plans you make, you're making other plans. You're just you're just there the whole time on your on your phone. I've started making plans, assuming that they won't happen. Right. So I start to make like there's certain people with whom I will. Almost just make incri- like the most extravagant plans yeah. because I know they're going to flake on me. Yeah. So I'm just plan. <laughs> so instead of actually planning a day, it's me planning like a dream day that would be awesome because I know it's not going to happen. It's a fantasy. <laughs> just yeah. expensive shit I can't afford. Plans are a fantasy Let's go now. Sailing. Yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> to ride a dolphin. They're like, yep, yep, yep. And you know, in 15 minutes, they're going to be like, oh man, sorry, I can't come. Yeah. I, I well, and, and I don't mean that in a bitter way. I don't. I, I, do I? I think that I. I think that like you know we just are. Again, I mean I, I just see it in America like every day. Like the way the way our system works now, it's just broken. It just are the government, the 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 things that are going wrong. The you know like we in the state that I live in, you know we're literally running out of water. And this this guy from NASA made this statement that was like, California has one year of water left. I mean. He might have, you know, that might have been like a worst case scenario, but that should still be something that's on the news or being talked about. But we're just so easily distracted that when someone doesn't talk about it or if people post it on Facebook for four days and nothing happens, that's it. Yeah. Until they're, the, you know, until the shit hits the fan. Well, I think that, the, like, the really interesting thing that happens now is that when people have causes or whatever, if it can't be fixed immediately with one thing... Yeah. Or if it becomes complicated, yeah, uh, people people present the complications as though they were a defense. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that's so that's like, the devil's advocate of it. So you're like, oh, so it's a massive problem: women dying from domestic abuse. Yeah. Someone goes, yeah, but men also yeah. suffer from domestic abuse, and you're like, okay, okay, so let's end it. And you know, and then they go, well, maybe the fig- some of the figures are inflated. And, yeah. And you're like, well, it doesn't matter. There are 32 women so far this year in Australia who've died from domestic violence. That is not disputed. Can we fix that? Yeah. And they're like, but it's a complicated situation. And you go, 
Well, that that's what we really have, and I, I don't know about here, but in the states, what we exactly we like we we have a a business model where you know the guys who fifty years ago were saying that the jury's out on whether or not smoking causes cancer, and there's really no evidence, and these you know these numbers are inflated, and you yeah. know there's not necessarily a connection, and actually if you you know all those all those bullshit things. They're the same ones now who are saying, you know, well, we don't know if it's getting warmer because of us. We don't know if if climate change is real. The world's gone through so many different climactic shifts. Like there yeah. could so easily be more carbon in the air because of X X X X. You should just be able to follow the money on anything that anyone says in any public yeah. forum. You should just. Well, and my argument on global warming, people who say that you know the jury's out. I mean, it used to be that it's fake, and now it's that it is. You know, we don't know if man is causing it is let's just play it fucking safe because if the people who are saying we're not sure are wrong, then we're supremely fucked. Well, this is, I mean, it's the mold in your house situation where you've got a cough and you're not quite sure where it's come from, yeah. but it could be that mold in the corner, right? And you haven't yeah. taken care of it. And you know that could be like a deadly mold. So, yeah. you know, someone who's vaguely knows about it was like, oh, that looks a bit like a deadly mold. Yeah. You've got this nasty cough and it's about, it gets worse when the mold grows, uh-huh. right? You're just gonna keep walking past the mold and not yeah, clean it up. Why yeah. not? You know. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's what we are, and we're like at this point in a house of mold, going like, God, I am really unable to kick this <laughs> flu. The flu is really hanging around. Maybe I should take some ibuprofen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and you know, to what I was saying about like animals, it, it, it that's a huge part of it too. Like we've we've you know, we're gonna run out of fish. I mean, that's like a fucking reality. Like, I'm going to come back here and I want to go see the Great Barrier Reef because it's going. Yeah. And... It's funny. It's no longer a tourist attraction because it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a tourist attraction because it's dying. Yeah. People are like, oh, it's not that beautiful anymore, but you just want to see it You want to, You want to just be able to have God. the shirt that just was like, I saw the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, the ruins of what was once... Yeah. Great. Like, great white sharks are... are Their numbers are, you know, just so depleted and it's because we like soup. <laughs> and black rhinos just are going, you know, are they basically gone. extinct. Yeah. Are they not now? They I thought gone? I thought that they kept one guy uh, and awesome. like and like three girls like in captivity. But again, it's you know, and that is because that is the most maddening one because you cut off that to make these pills that are supposed to make men hornier, and they don't even work. Like, they're not, not that I've taken them and been like, what's going on? But like, there, there's... <laughs> now I'm against Oh, okay. Extinction. Yeah. Oh, now I get... No, keep them around. No. <laughs> I'm as hard as I was before. Keep them around. No, but they, like, they are, they are gone and they are gone because we're cutting off one piece of them and killing them and, and it's to make a pill that doesn't Yeah, it's do the anything. equivalent of taking a bite out of a sandwich and throwing the rest in the bin. Yeah. But for a species. But, but then, yeah, but then we were like, there's two sandwiches left. And we're like, well, I like sandwiches. And we take the two bites and throw them on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's brutal, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I, uh, so, I, and I, I think, you know, it all does come back to the fact that we're just getting stupider and lazier. And you my know, country is a great example. It is. It, I mean, I lived in America for a year and I lived in New York. So it's not typical America. No. Everyone there was super driven and crazy yeah but it's a very strange it is yeah and i hope and i know the world know like you know i think you almost as an american when you're abroad you almost have to say like you almost have to start with something that's like i get it (laughs) like i'm sorry uh because it is just 
you know, it's it's nuts. It, it's some nuts. of the smartest and most incredible people in the world come out of oh, America. Yeah, yeah no, we've got some, there's great people. Yeah. I mean, there are phenomenal people and there's phenomenal parts of it. I think the problem with it is, is that, you know, you just see, I've just seen it. I've just seen it change and I've had the conversations with people where it's maddening and, you know, I, I just, things are about to get really complicated in our lifetime and I look at my niece and my nephew and I think about their lifetime and I just wish that, you know, we weren't, like I saw Elysium. Oh, uh, yeah. I really like that premise. I thought that you could see at the point at which the narrative got taken yeah, it apart gets, by it gets a little studio. off the rails. But the, 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 the genuine premise, I think, is exactly, I think it's like right on the money, which is that... It's not even really satire. It's just No, like LA, the, the L.A. that they paint is, is dusty and shitty and full of assholes. And like, I'm like, yeah, we're, we're getting dustier, we're getting shittier, and we're becoming bigger assholes. And the idea that, you know, like I, I always wonder what the president must really, must really think and what must they really know and what must they really be planning for as opposed to the day-to-day -day bullshit. It's almost like, look, we should try our best to fix some problems, but we got to keep in mind that we have to pay corporations most of the money and you got to make sure this guy's in your cabinet because he represents this. Like Monsanto, for instance. Oh, God. Um, yeah. You know, in the States, most people don't know what Monsanto is. And most people, and we literally had an election where it was, do you want your food labeled to know if it's genetically modified? And, and we were able to be convinced that that was too expensive and not worth it. <laughs> and it's shocking. Yeah, I mean, no, I that, was, that is so obviously a, a, a good, it's not... It's just, it's the same shit always. It's just like some, it's just like a mother in a grocery store just like... Genetically modified foods, I don't know if they are bad. What I do know is I can't have my tax dollars going up with little Kevin here, you know, and you're like, no, this and it works. Exactly the same, a similar uh, with the carbon tax here. Uh-huh, Because yeah. we are, no, we're not making the profit off the raw thing. Yeah. You know, the businesses in China and business in America are making profit from our product, yeah. which is just being pulled out of the ground. Yep. Uh, and these mining tax and that uh, specifically taxing carbon hit a wall when people realized that it would make their electricity more expensive. Yeah. Like that was it. That's it. And you just go, but that's the point of it. It's meant to make, it, it's meant to disincentivize you. It's yeah. meant to be that Shitty. you pay what it should cost. Yeah. Right. You pay more because it's because otherwise insane thing to do. Fucked. Like just the fact, I mean, just, I was, the other day I was at the top of a, a, a hill in Adelaide, so about a month ago I was in Adelaide and I was looking out over the city and it was brightly lit, this whole city just brightly lit, all of the streets, and you just go, oh, there's street lights all over the world that are on all night. Yeah. They're just pouring light out, like they're just pouring yeah. energy that's from burned coal yeah, out solar. all night, whether yeah. there's anyone there or not, along every road, yeah. in every direction, and for most of the night, there won't be anyone there to see it. It's yeah. just there. horrifying. Yeah. It's very sparkly and pretty, but... Yeah, so and, look, it, and look, sometimes you're walking down the street and you need light, but there has to be, a, it's not worth Headlamps, it. Headlamps, something, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I well, know. I mean, well, you know, we used to have, fucking, they have a torch. People yeah. carry torches. Yeah, well, you'd have or they, they're or... motion activated. Yeah, or whatever something. the fuck. We it have is. the technology. It's simple. 
Yeah. yeah, and that and that is a pretty much a microcosm. It would be more expensive, you know. Yeah, you're right. Fuck it. A little think a little Kevin. Just keep everything on fire all the time. Yeah, but little Kevin. Yeah. But w- what we've done now in the states is like. Whereas the fact is, little Kevin's going to be choking on his own lungs. At the yeah, end. but he's got. He likes <laughs> his juice boxes, the ones, he, and they're more expensive than generic. You think about Kevin, please. Uh, I've but, never met a good Kevin. Really? Yeah. Let me think if I have. I know I don't. I know I have a Kevin I don't like. Oh, actually, I shouldn't say that. There's quite a nice guy who runs a management company here. He's called oh. Kevin. <laughs> He's very nice. Um, so I shouldn't say he that. He must have changed his Until name. Until I met him, I, would, I had not met him. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I might not have a good Kevin. I know a shitty Kevin. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have a good Kevin. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad that my completely arbitrary dislike of Kevin's has been justified by <laughs> oh, your anecdotal evidence. Good. All right. Science. Good. Yes. Science and motion. Um, is Monsanto a thing here? I mean, is it? No. Not in the same way. Uh, we have big multinationals that have, you know, bought up a lot of our brands. Yeah. Craft and all of these sort of. Yeah. Well, we're turning into five companies. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Essentially. I used to think it would be fun to write like a sci-fi novel that was based on people's allegiances not being to nation states but being to like their parent companies. Yeah. Yes. And then just like the wars. Yeah. I think that would be quite fun. Well, we like doing like doing the dollop has taught me if it's taught me one thing, it's that a lot of times we're super fucked up. Yeah. And we don't know it. Yeah. Or we don't care. Like, you know, there's there's times when, you know, there's a time when a man was able to go around towns in a lobotomobile oh, yeah. and perform lobotomies on a stage. And that was cool. <laughs> and it was like a big deal. And like people loved him. And like people were giving their children lobotomies, like because they were a little lazy or because they, you know, cried too much. Yeah. And it was fine. And, and so it, I always like, that's just kind of the prism that I'm yeah. able to look through now. It's a like, what are we more. doing now that... Yeah, and is... there's tons of it. I mean, there's tons of it if you think 100 years from now that, you know, it's almost like you look back, again, like smoking. I mean, it's just, it was, people look back like, how could you be so stupid? I mean, it's like putting fucking chemicals into your lungs. Of course, that's going to affect you. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, people the choose to not believe. What astonishes me now is that people still smoke. Yeah. When, like, particularly in light of the fact you can get those e-cigarettes. Yeah. You can just get, like, nicotine. Not in Australia, but you can just ship it in. But yeah. But you can just get nicotine. Yeah. I mean, a... that's the mentality of... And it's the same thing, right? Yeah. You go, cigarettes definitely kill you. These things don't seem to have any of the things that cigarettes have in them. They're yeah. just like, well, whatever they are. They're... Nicotine and, and chewing gum, they've got, like, flavoring yeah. in them. I right? have one of them. Yeah, they've got... I have cereal. Yeah. I'm a grown-up. Yeah. Okay. And then you go, okay, so why don't you use this instead of a cigarette? And they go, oh, they don't know what they do to you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is the best, right? Yeah, that devil's advocating. Oh, come on, those? I'm just going to keep I know what's in this. I only put what I know into my body. Anyway, let me suck on the back of this car for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's completely insane. Yeah. No, it's nuts. And the reasoning, they're like, oh, it doesn't feel the same. And you're like, yeah, that's because it's not killing you. No. Well, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've smoked in my life and it is, you know, the difference you feel body wise is, is crazy. It's enough, it, it is enough to be done with it. Joe Rogan has this great, um, 
and it's not even a bit he did. I just saw, I don't know where this clip is from or whatever, but he basically is, he talks about when he's flying, you know, because he leaves LA a lot when he flies into LA. He's like, you fly through California and he's like, and it's just green and it's just nice. And you're like, oh, this is beautiful. And he's like, and as you're flying into LA, you just see the buildings and the smoke and the smog and the cars and all this stuff. And he's just like, we're a disease on earth. And you know, it'll take care of it. <laughs> and, and it really like, I, I, it's, I think that's optimistic. Well, some, some diseases are terminal. You no, know, I mean, it's, it's cancer. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we're on, you know, we're on the earth's surface and it's going to purge us. <laughs> And when, and when I watch, like, do you ever watch uh, The Cosmos? Do you know that show? Uh, is it just an American show? Most sentences that begin with, do you watch, I will say no. Okay. Um, well, there's this great show called The Cosmos, which is hosted by... I've heard of it. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. And uh, Mike's brother. And, uh, <laughs> and he, like, it's, it's great. It's very, like fascinating and a lot you know to just talk about how earth formed and where we came from and you know earth the how earth formed like there was just you know hundreds of thousands of years where it was just bubbling lava and then it was just you know water that was too hot and then and then to think that we came from like a fucking rat to a ape to you know all this shit for us to just be on our fucking phones now yeah (laughs) you know and i'm like fuck yeah, it's brutal. This is the pinnacle of human civilization. Yeah, because we're so lucky, and it's so. That's why, I like, when you were talking about those cliffs, I love going in the ocean. Yeah. Anytime I, anytime I'm near the ocean, I oh, go in it. Man, you've just, uh, you, uh, yeah, I'm that. I the, the ocean is my is a, an amazing thing. Yeah. Um, you know that they prescribe ocean swimming for complicated grief. Is that right? Yeah, because you can't. It just helps. It just, yeah, it is, and it just. You know, people are like, it's cold. Or you just go, if you go in and you spend six minutes of being cold, it'll give you 25 minutes amazing. of like... Days of feeling yeah, amazing. Yeah, of just like, this looks... It's I went just, into the ocean in Cardiff in uh, January yeah. when I was there this year. It was amazing. Yeah. It was freezing. Yeah. Couldn't feel my feet for like no, half an hour afterwards. But it's worth it. But yeah. Just and like, out here, like the water, like we went to um, Phillip Island. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go see some penguins. They weren't going to play with us, so we just walked around. And I was just looking at the water, and I was like, this is amazing. Because our water isn't that color anymore. No. Our water is a different shade. Our water isn't, like, blue and see-through. Our water is, like, dark and sandy. Like, it's mysterious. Yeah, mis- yeah, it's mis- yeah. It's, that is a mysterious-looking it, ocean. It's Monsanto water. Oh. And uh, that's happening, too. Um, and they're making weed now. But uh, I, I just... It makes you, I, I'm just like, this is, it's a luxury. We're so lucky. Yeah. To have it. To have things yeah. like that. And we can't drink it, sadly. You can't, you can't drink. Well, you won't be able, like, yeah, we, you can't. When we run out of water, we can't. I mean, I do this podcast, this other podcast, where my whole thing is that I'm like, we can just drink ourselves out of our rising ocean levels by, you know, we'll run, run out of water and we can just drink, but, you know, we really like, that's the water we can't drink. Although you guys have a desalinization thing. Yeah, desalination. It's uh, it's quite energy intensive yes. though. But they can, they're trying to figure out how to run it on tidal energy. Ah. We uh, and there's a couple of really interesting. And we're we're there. not even sniffing around anything near that in the country. You know, in the 
most than the civilized country that needs it the most. Well, I mean, what you want, I mean, I'm not going to get uh, political, but you want kelp farms and tidal energy yeah. things. Cause yeah. Otherwise, we're in big trouble. The other day, uh, I, I talked about this in my show for about three shows, and then I pulled it because it, it made people uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I saw a man in, in an empty food court eating a chocolate bar out of a vending machine. Mm-hmm. This was brief. It was very shortly after my mom died. Uh, but he looked really sad, and I cried for 45 minutes, mainly because I was projecting other sadness yeah, into him, yeah. but also because I was like, this man, he was in a business suit, he was a fat man, and he looked so sad at this chocolate bar. And I thought, that's the pinnacle of civilization? Yeah. Like, that's what evolution has brought us to this man who has everything that anyone could ever have wanted yeah and he hates himself yeah for wanting something that he's kind of cigarette built to want right everything in evolution has said that this is the thing that you should want yeah and yet and we have it now and we have it now and he's just so sad because he has this chocolate bar and it makes him feel like a failure yeah you're getting (laughs) sad by it now Yeah. yeah I know, I, I know what you, like, I, I, a lot of times I've, I've tried to kind of express this stuff through stand-up, mm. and it's, it's really, it's hard, because it's hard to make it funny. Like, I think about, like, you know, when Bill Hicks was doing stand-up, he was able to communicate terrible things in an interesting and funny way, or you were at least laughing at, it, he made it okay and it's really fucking hard and there's comics out there who can talk about our problems and highlight them and make you think and make but it's fucking hard mm. and when you're you know that's what I f- I'm like I'm depressing people <laughs> like I'm here to do 10 minutes and I'm bumming people out yeah you know? it's interesting Corey White does it very well yeah he's got uh, he just won the best newcomer at the Melbourne oh that's great school. so he's, he's you should see a show if you get a try when, what time's your stuff um at tonight eight yeah i think you i think and then i have another one after i think yeah you might miss him that's been the problem since i've been here is that i've just been loving doing shows and not being able to see as much yeah i don't know it's a balance certainly i don't know what what the right way to do it is i've been not very social this festival yeah i'm sure (laughs) yeah i mean mean, it really like it is like watching you do stand-up last night like the way you ended your set was so great because it was so like it was in such a and I don't even know if you've said that bit before or if you were talking about yesterday specifically but you sort of just vaguely talked about someone blowing bubbles at a funeral (laughs) and I don't know I just thought it was so great oh that's yeah that's actually that's an older bit but I I like that bit a lot yeah because (laughs) the fact that you just went on stage last night after all this shit is I just think it's you know amazing Oh, man, thank you. And stand up there and are able to just, you know, not necessarily have fun, but but plow through and and do what you love. It's a weird job that way. Yeah. Because you kind of... It's good. It's like swimming. You can't be sad and be doing it at the same time. Yeah. Like, you right. have to kind yeah. of concentrate. And, and then it's drowning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you have to kind of concentrate to a certain level to be present on stage. Yeah. And... In order to actually do it, and I find that quite a relief often. I bet. Um, but but, I, but it was it was almost like this secret that you had that I knew about, <laughs> and I was able to sort of watch it, and I just thought it was you know pretty amazing. Thank you. That's yeah. very kind of you to say. Um, I'm not good. Just think about the man with the chocolate bar. Yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> get yourself there. I'll get myself there. Yeah. But 
Well, what made you decide stand-up? Other than trying to uh, sugarcoat sad pills and feed them. Well, that was, no, I wish I started out with, I wish I was like, I want to change the world. No, I was like, I want to be one of those guys. Um, I hadn't done, I really, my background is in sketch and improv. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and so, so I spent, you know, a long time doing that, and then it really became more writing, like writing for TV and a couple films and like more of that stuff, and I was in New York working on a show um, for probably about seven or eight months, and the show that I was, it was my show for MTV, and it was basically like comedians were on it, right? So I, I saw shitloads of comics, and when we made the pilot for it, I met a buddy of mine named Chris Stefano, and he was in the pilot, and we were texting, you know, and when it got picked up, I was like, yeah, you'll be on it, and he was a, kind of an up-and-comer, and now he's much bigger, uh, and he, he was like, I can get you on any show because of the show you're making. So I was, I had about, I tried to do stand up probably like six or seven different times and just couldn't continue through the dick kicking. Yeah. So I, uh, I just went around with him and I just, you know, started bombing, but slowly but surely if I would do three to four a week, I was like, you know, climbing out of it and then five turned to 10 and then, you know, you almost kind of pass the threshold where you're not, you're, you'll have bad sets for sure. I mean, I've had a bad set this week or, you know, a couple this week. Uh, Late night at the Imperial Hotel? No, no. I, actually those have all been, no, but they're... They've been good so far. Yeah. There were a couple of really surreal ones though. There, well, actually, you know, I shouldn't, there was, there was some weird stuff. I mean, I, there, a guy came on stage and tried to kiss me. Um, <laughs> you don't think that's a bad game? <laughs> well, now, well, I'm recollecting now. <laughs> and yes, it was some, there were some times, I'm sure, when the crowd was like, this isn't going well for him. He's not doing well, that's for sure. Um, but I just kind of like, you know, eventually passed through that threshold. And then you just really, you know, now it's just something that because of podcasting, I've been able to do more and more and more. And, and I think, yeah, and I think then, then you get to the point where you are sort of like, oh, it'd be great to do this and make points, you know? Yeah. Like, I have bits about the grocery store, and, and oh, they're I funny. I have this tool now. I can use it. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, they're funny, but it's like when I talk more about, like, how shitty Facebook is or, you know, how much advertising is crammed down our throats, those I like doing more because I feel like at least there's a root of a message in there. You yeah, know? I think I'm a little too far over the other side at the moment. My show at the yeah. moment, I, got, I like it and it's also the only show I could possibly have done. Yeah. Uh, the first trial of it was 14 days before my mom died. Jesus. So it was like full on palliative care and I really wasn't going to do a show at all. I was going to pull it and then someone said something and made me write the show. Um, and I did it. Can I ask what they said? Uh, you have to come see the show. Okay. Uh, but it... Yeah, just this, it is written in the context of that. Yeah. And a lot of the feedback I've got has been really positive, but it's been positive along the lines of, this is not your normal comedy, or this is not traditional comedy, or yeah. this is not comedy. That's good, though. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you, like, those are total compliments. Yeah, well, I, I th think so. People have been saying things like, oh, you should take this to, like, a theatre thing, or, like, a... You know, they as though I'm not sure if it's a polite way of saying it's less than comedy, but people are saying, "Oh, it's, it's sort of beyond that." But that is what they're saying, probably. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that it is beyond, like it's, it's got a message. Yeah, but I think that's I find it slightly insulting because I think that's the point of comedy. 
Some of the best comedy I've ever seen has made me incredibly sad. Oh, well, the comics that I like are, you know, they, they, make, they make points, you know. There's yeah. people I know who are fucking hilarious. And I love, you know, I love watching hilarious comedy. But it's when someone makes you go like, yeah, why the fuck are we like that? <laughs> like, why do we do that? Yeah. You know, or like, yeah, I've always thought that, but I've never like said that out loud in a way that made sense, you know? Yeah, you can change the shape of people's thinking. Yeah. It's amazing. Did I, have I done the podcast okay so far? Yeah. I okay. mean, it's normally, yeah. What is the, it? The, the end goal is just to have you just kind of stare at a wall for a while and go, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> oh, man. I really, yeah, again, I thought, you know, when, the great thing about podcasts is that you don't know what they're going to be, right? They are just whatever they are. No one's telling you what they should be. And I was like, ooh, maybe if I do a podcast, it'll be really funny. No. It's just it's me good, though. This over, is this, overthinking things. This, this is like a good podcast. To, I don't mean to, to go the game within the game, but this is a good podcast to do because this is shit that I really like talking about and I don't talk about. I mean, I think maybe sometimes I'll go off the rail in a conversation on a podcast and bring up some of this stuff. But this is the stuff that like I always want to say. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the thing, though. I guess for me, the great thing about the podcast is I get to go up to people I think are cool and want to talk about ideas with for an hour but I would have to like if I want to talk about ideas with you for an hour I would have to make you my friend right yeah. and that's you know or you'd have to write up like you you know have questions and yeah, like shit have to like do an that. interview or whatever yeah. and then you have to get to know each other and trust yeah. each other and this is like I get to ask people on a seventh date yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've got all the shit out of the way. I yeah. don't care about Who your are life. You? <laughs> <laughs> but what actually do you think? Not yeah. where do you come from, how many brothers yeah. and sisters do you have, but like, who, how do you think? Yeah. Which is much, for me, much more interesting and not something that you can just ask someone to do. <laughs> no, that's a good way. Of, yeah. I mean, it, it really, like. Like, you sit down with someone at Starbucks, you're like, hey, let's get a coffee, and you sit yeah. down and go, so how do you think about the world? Let's talk about Africa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you can't do that. It's not <laughs> I should start. polite. <laughs> but if you have a microphone, people are like, oh, okay, I yeah. guess this uh, is the yeah. rule. You've made the rules now. There's a shiny thing in my face. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it really is. I mean, that's, that's, that's the shit I think about. Uh, all week, all I've done. It's just because I, have, I haven't really like I've been working on this show so much that I really don't, haven't been had a chance to watch things that I like. I've just been working. And this week I've just been watching all this shit I've wanted to watch on Netflix. <laughs> and it just continues to bend my mind with why we are the way we are. And, and will we be able to change? And sadly, why, you know, without some big wake up call, we won't. Oh. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Ba-dum-bum. Yeah. So you have an online presence. Tell people about it. Um, where to find me and things? Yeah. Okay, you can find me at Reynolds Gareth on Twitter, uh, backslash Reynolds Gareth on Facebook, Instagram, sort of the same thing, and uh, listen to the Dollop podcast with Dave Anthony, and then I do I another. Do. Thank you. And then, I haven't for a little while, but I do. Well, generally. I'm, I'm mad. Uh, and then I do another podcast called Point Versus Point, which mm-hmm. is a... Your political comedy. A, a debate show, yes. A, su- a sort of debate show. <laughs> it's pretty ludicrous. <laughs> I, when you say a sort of debate show, I just imagine people with like bubble pipes. Uh-huh. Uh, that would actually be the appropriate thing for me to have during that, that podcast. Yeah. Very and you're silly. going back to America and then doing... 
I go back to America Wednesday, and then I'm right back to working on this show for Comedy Central until the end of May. And then, um, yeah, and then we're, you know, Dave and I are talking about coming back here and maybe doing like a little dollop podcast tour um, soon, hopefully. That would be awesome. Yeah. Australia, yeah. I think Australia is kind of big because you had the it's crazy the segue through Will's show, which is yeah. insanely popular. Yeah, well, Will, I mean, yeah, I, he's he's the best. Talk about it. I mean, that's another really fun podcast to do because it's you know Will's. I, I don't Will's mind works so amazingly, <laughs> and he's been so nice to me, and he's been so helpful to me and and Dave with with many things. But it's been very crazy coming out here and sort of seeing. What we kind of knew, yeah. but sort of seeing it in motion is it's um, it's amazing. Well, yeah, you see uh, people who are quite famous in the states come out here and have nobody know who they are. Yeah, and vice versa. You, yes. you see people come out here like you and 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 Dave yeah. Anthony, who everyone's like, oh yeah, we listen to Tofop. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and it it feels like it's like that, and it's it's fucking crazy, and it's great, but it's it's been awesome, and that's why we're like, let's come back. <laughs> I had a thing um, where Will had heard from somebody else that I'd said something mean about him. Oh, shit. And he came up and was like, did you say this about me? And I was like, I hadn't. But my my, my the first thing I said, other than, I, I didn't no. say no. What I said was, I listened to your podcast, Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> like, that's the defense. Yeah, right, yeah. But, you know, the answer was, no, I hadn't said this thing, but... What I said instead of no, I didn't say that was I listened to your podcast. Like how could Which you possibly? Which is such a no. <laughs> how could you possibly? <laughs> An <think>? offended no. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's and what a good and there I, there's not a lot of people that would probably approach you and ask you. Yeah. Or text you. I mean. No, he, he said it. Yeah. To my face. Um, I think there's a lot of people who would just be like, fuck, fuck her, man. You know. Yeah. I love Will. That's. A good, as good a note to end on as any. <laughs> uh, thank you, Gareth Reynolds. Thank you. Thank you for the lovely tea. And not the strainer. Hi. Mm. You're having tea with Alice.